You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Soap here, continuing our series featuring our 2019 NLC LA Engaged Fellows. David Elman is here today. Excited for you to see what he's working on, see what he's up to. So let's get to it. All right, David, when people ask you what you do for a living these days, how do you usually answer that question? Sure. I work at an organization called Accelerate Change and Briefly, I would say uh, we create sustainable social enterprises that build political power with communities of color and low-income communities. And when I, when people say, can you tell me a bit more about what that means, um, I can talk about how we kind of look at the NRA as a model of how to do this thing called functional organizing, where basically you build something useful that people like anyway, and then tack on a activism component on top of it, right? So if you're in the NRA, you get like a financial benefit, you get like gun safety classes, you get dismemberment insurance, you get a whole digital media component, you have in-person community. And so when you really feel like you're a part of the NRA, when the NRA comes and says, hey, will you take this action? You say, okay, sure. So we, we build things like that, but on the left. Um, so one example is uh, an organization called Push Black, which sends daily black history lessons to now, I think, 3 million African-Americans. And then on top of that does criminal justice reform. Or we've got one called Revolution English that sends um, daily English lessons to 750,000 recently arrived immigrants. And then on top of that does, you know, what are your rights if ICE knocks on your door? Or how can you, how can we help you become a citizen if you're eligible? So we do stuff like that. And then as you look ahead to 2020, what kind of things would you want to see continue to evolve with the work that you're doing? What other things can you layer in to get people even more fired up to vote and to participate in the experience once we once we get into things in a couple of years yeah i think the people the key is just meeting people where they are and like our whole model is is you know not looking at this space and saying okay like how can we reach more people in the few days before election day but how can we talk to people year-round and engage them with activism year-round in addition to you know giving them something that they find interesting and useful so I think that that's really our focus, at least. And I feel like there's been a lot of talk with the new freshman class of Dems who are in the House, especially, and I'm thinking of Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and some other ones, too, where you know she's kind of spoken at length more about her view of political leadership as you know being driven by movements of people and being driven uh, not so much by she's, she's leading or, or being a, a servant in the traditional sense, but she's trying to do something different. Does that give you hope for the work you're, you're, you're doing or, you know, maybe put it this way, when you think of folks that you're talking to who are trying to engage with the process, what kind of electeds do you find them gravitating towards? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely people who, I think one of the major keys is, is looking for people who are focused on making America actually equitable, right? Like, I mean, I know for myself, like, I grew up being told that, you know, in this wonderful country, it's fantastic because no matter who you are, you can succeed. And the more I've learned, the more I've learned that's a lie. So like anybody who's working to actually make it live up to the myths that we're told growing up in history class or in, in schools, things like that, I think that's who, who I'm definitely gravitating towards. And I think my peers are as well, it seems. Yeah. Hey, we met about a week and a half ago for our first NLC LA Engage session. What were your, your thoughts on, on that experience? And what kind of things are you looking forward to as we get deeper into the spring with it. Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing for me is the community of other people. 
I'm still sort of, I keep saying I'm new to LA. I've actually been here a year now, so not super new, but it's still like really key for me to be meeting other young people who are engaged and trying to figure out like, how do we make good progressive policy happen on a LA level, on a California level and on national level. So like developing deeper bonds with, with the other fellows and also like being able to talk with them and learn in the sessions about sort of best practices on how you make good policy happen, I think is really key for me. And then having been here about a year, what's been the most surprising thing about living in Los Angeles? Um, well, like on the surface level, it's like paradise year round. <laughs> like my family is stuck under feet of snow back on in the Northeast. So that's key. Um, but I think also one of the most surprising things is that LA and California in general have this really good brand of being super liberal and progressive. And then you come to LA and learn that, you know, the LA County jail system has the most prisoners of any jail system in the world and the astounding number of people who are homeless in this incredibly wealthy city. So the sort of brand versus reality of what LA is um, has definitely been surprising. Yeah. Well, listen, we're glad you're here doing the work. We appreciate it and appreciate your your contribution so far to the Engage program. And we thank everyone as well for listening to this episode, bonus episode of the Zag. Make sure to catch out the other NLC LA Engage bonus episodes. Catch all those fellows and their stories there. And also catch up on all past episodes of our regular Zag experience. There's about 115 or so episodes up featuring alumni from LA and all across the country. You can find that SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places where you're getting your podcast. Until next time, take care. 